Hello, and welcome to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the new Hangout in the Holy Land shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grand Holy Land. We talk all things Ohio State football and talk to and about other women in and around Buckeye athletics. This show is normally hosted by Alexis Chasen and myself, Tia Williams. However, Alexis couldn't be with us today, so in her place is my wonderful co-host, Meredith Hine. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Tia. You can follow her on Twitter at Meredith Hine, that's H-E-I-N. Myself at Tia Williams, that's T-I-A-A-A Williams. And of course, the site at LandGrant33. Thanks for tuning in for episode two. We are so excited to welcome our very first special guest on the podcast, Ohio State Big Ten Network Production Manager, Marisha Gibson. Hi, Marisha. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. You have so much insight into what it's like being a woman in sports, covering a highly competitive Ohio State beat. We can't wait to hear more about it. Um, So I guess to begin, we're just going to take it way back. At what age did you fall in love with sports? So I've actually always loved sports. Um, I started playing, I'm trying to think, when was my first sport? I started playing basketball. That was my first sport I played. I played basketball when I was in the fourth grade, and I played on my uncle's basketball team. And the funny thing about that is I was the only girl on the team, so I played on all-boys rec team. And it was, I'm not going to lie, it was a little bit intimidating at first. And my uncle, he would treat me like the rest of the guys. So, like, he didn't show me any type of special treatment. So, when they got yelled at, I got yelled at. And I'm not going to lie, I quit after, like, two months of playing because I was like, I'm tired of getting yelled at because I thought I was doing something wrong. But then when I quit, he was like, no, I was yelling at you because you were good. So, I was like, well, you should have told me that instead of yelling at me. But fourth grade is when I really, like, started, like, falling in love and then after I played basketball I actually started jumping jumping rope competitively and people don't realize that it is a sport but it is a sport and uh, we have competitions uh, we compete you have your um your, your regional competitions and then if you make it past regionals you'll make it to national so yeah so then I started jumping rope and I did that from fourth grade all the way up until my sophomore year of high school so I've kind of always been into sports and I play volleyball for a little bit as well. So I've always kind of been into sports and kind of been something um, that me and my dad also bonded over. So that is kind of how I really like fell in love with it all. Yeah, that's awesome. So did you like watch sports too as besides playing it? Yes, I um, watched a lot of sports with, of course, with my dad. And then um, my older brother, he played basketball and football. So I would always go to his games. And then um, a lot of my uh, cousins and stuff played basketball. So I was always um, I was always kind of around sports, uh, specifically basketball and football. So it's kind of always been in me, I guess, I guess you can say. That's awesome. So we know you have a journalism degree from Ohio State. Um, is that something that you always wanted to do um, in terms of being in that industry? Actually, no. Um, younger, I always wanted to be a teacher. And um, I would say when I got into like seventh or eighth grade, no, it was about the eighth grade, eighth or ninth grade. Um, there was a lady at my church. She was actually a teacher. And so she was like, when she found out I wanted to be a teacher. She was like, well, why don't you help out with Sunday school sometimes? So I started helping her out and I realized I did not want to be a teacher. Um, <laughs> kids drove me nuts. Like I liked them, but, but they were they were wild. So I was like, I don't think teaching is for me. 
So then um, the high school I ended up going to, it's called Princeton High School, um, they had a lot of, the cool thing about my high school, there was a lot of, like, classes that were geared toward you trying to figure out what you want to do in your future. So we had, like, business management class. We had a law class. Uh, we had a journalism class. It was broadcast journalism. So the first class I joined was um, business management. So I was like, okay, maybe I want to go to school for business management since this whole teaching thing I discovered didn't like it. But then I realized there was a lot of numbers involved, and I hate math. So I was like, okay, maybe, maybe business management is not for me. So then I was like, okay, I'll join law. So then I took law class. And then my uh, my teacher at the time, he was like, the first thing he said in class, he was like, if you go to school, if you go to college to be a lawyer, you're going to have to read a bunch of books. And I said, nope, this is not for me. And on top of that, he wouldn't let you lay your head down in class. And the class was already boring. And so I was like, yeah, this is not for me either. And then after that, I stumbled upon the broadcast journalism class. The funny thing about that is I was not supposed to be in that class. I had went to see my advisor, and I needed one more thing to fill up my um, my schedule. And so then they ended up adding me to that class. So then the first day I had the class, um, the teacher was like, um, this class is only for recommendations only. Did anyone recommend you? I was like, no, my advisor just signed me up for this. He was like, well, it's okay. You could just stay. And then the rest was history. I ended up falling in love with it. And I knew, like, this is what I wanted to go to school for. I love sports on top of that. So then, like, I never knew that I, there was a career out there where I can combine both sports. And then I fell in love with the broadcasting side of everything, too. So to be able to combine both of those, I knew, like, this is what I wanted to do. And so my junior year of high school was when I discovered that broadcast journalism was what I kind of wanted to pursue. So that was my journey. Yeah, I mean... I love it. Like you're just getting paid to watch and talk about and write about sports. I don't I don't know if there's anything better. I kind of have the same background because I initially went to college thinking I was going to do exercise science and mm-hmm. I was be an athletic trainer. So like I knew I wanted to be in sports, but then I took my first chemistry class and I'm like, okay, how can I be in sports without learning any science or math or (laughs) you know doing any of that stuff so then yeah my mom actually was like well you're good at writing why don't you go to journalism school and you know the rest was history after that so um yeah for a little background Marisha and I interned together at Ohio State for Big Ten student U where where she works now Um, so she obviously killed it because she's now seeing over all the big 10 student U interns. Um, so Marisha, tell us a little about your job, like what a day in the life is like for you. So it's kind of, kind of, kind of crazy. Um, so I like to tell people, so there's two, I like to tell people there's two different sides of my job. The first side is I will tell people that I'm like the liaison uh, for Big Ten Network. So anything that they need from Ohio State, I'll get it for them. So if they want like player interviews or coaches interviews, I'll contact the SIDs of each sport to get that set up for them. Um, so that's like one side of my job. And then the other side is I'm over student youth internship program, kind of what you mentioned. And it's kind of crazy because when I was an intern, I never, ever, ever thought in a million years that I would be in this position. I mean, of course, I mean, I'm not complaining about it. I'm extremely happy and I love my job, but I just never thought that it would be me that would be like the next one up. So, um, but yeah, so that's the other side of my job. Yeah, I'm, I'm just over all the interns. So we stream every single sport at highest except for football. 
But what we do with football is we shoot their post-game press conferences and then any uh, pressers throughout the week, we handle that. Any media availabilities, we handle that as well. But all the other sports, we stream their sports. It's all student-led. So we have a director, producer, replay operator, score box, which is a little score bug you see, um, two announcers and a sideline reporter, and all that is student-led, and I just kind of oversee it all. That's awesome. So you have a ton of responsibility in that role. What would you say is your favorite part about the job? Definitely the students. I love the students. Um, first of all, I'm not that much older than them. Well, I kind of got a little wake-up call, though. This past weekend, we were covering volleyball, and one of the students called me old, and I said, that's cute. And I couldn't, and he was so serious, too. I was like, what do you mean? And so there was, like, some music that came on in the in the um, arena, and I was dancing to it, and he told me that my dance moves were, like, old. So I said, okay, fine. I'm old. But um, but I do love the students because they're funny. They're fun to hang out with. And then I just like to put in them what our former boss name was Stacey. Shout out to Stacey. Um, <laughs> what she put us. Um, so, yeah, um, that's, like, my favorite part of the job is just the students because I was once them. And so I tried to, you know, teach them some things that I wish I would have learned when I was there or someone would have told me. And so to me, I was looking at them as, like, they're not just, like, my interns. They're, I was kind of telling them they're, like, my kids. So that's like my favorite part of my job as a student. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because Stacy was, I mean, nothing against Ohio State Journalism School, but I learned everything I know from Stacy and Big Ten Network Student U. Like those students that you see over have so much responsibility. I couldn't believe it on my first day. Yeah. As an yeah. So yeah. Um, you do football media availability, right? Like you're in yes. on the press conferences still. Um, yeah. So, you know, let's not beat around the bush. That room is like 90% men. Um, you know, all the reporters on the book I beat. And don't get me wrong. They're all super great guys. They're friendly. They're helpful. Um, do you ever feel like you're the only woman in the room when you're at those media days? Or, you know, does it not get to you? It doesn't really get to me, but there are times where you kind of can tell when you are like the only woman. Um, one incident that kind of happened a little recently, there was someone who was trying to ask a question, but she was getting overshadowed. And, and so um, we find ourselves like, because there's only a few of us there, we find ourselves sometimes working together. And so like, I kind of told her like, why don't you come near where I am? Because I'm a little bit closer to the players. So I do say like, you do find your, like, you, because not a lot of us, we find ourselves working together a lot. Um, and then men, their, their personalities are just a little bit different. And so, uh, there are times when you kind of notice it, but then you get so used to it to where it doesn't really bother you like as much because you're just so used to being around them. And then just in general with sports, like the most popular sports are usually the men, like the guy sports. So you just kind of get used to just being around men most of the time. And like, even like with my job itself, like not even being in the media room, I'm one of the only females in my department, uh, my specific department, which is video. And I'm one of the only females there. So you just kind of get used to just being around them and kind of knowing how to handle being around them. So it's not too bad. But it is a, it is a, it is a difference. There is a difference. Right. And I, especially even like growing up, I don't know about you guys, but as a woman who's always loved sports and always been a fan, you're always, you know, guys always think they know more than you. and they'll quiz you. That's not even just like a cliche thing that you see tweeted. Like it totally happens. Like 
you wear a jersey and guys want to know, well, what do you know about this team that you're sporting the jersey for? So, and, you know, they not to say that any of these reporters act that way, but I think that's definitely still there as yeah. you grow up and get in the industry for sure. Um, okay, well, oh, go. Sorry. I was gonna say that's one thing I kind of noticed too. Like when you're around the like the reporters, they kind of respect you and they kind of know like, okay, if she's here, she must know something because she earned her way here. But like outside of all that, that's kind of when I really encounter most of like the whole guy in sports thing because like you said, they always want to quiz you. And honestly, I feel like we have to know a little bit more than guys do because they'll ask you questions that I know they don't know the answer to. They just want to see if I know the answer to, and it gets a little like kind of like annoying sometimes. Right. I can't tell you how many conversations have ended with a guy telling me, "Wow, you know lots about football for a girl." So. Kind yeah, of frustrating at a certain point. Yeah. Um, but on this note of the sport with, that we all know and love, we have to ask, what do you think about Ohio State's first game last weekend? And are you optimistic about this year's football team? So I I think the game went pretty well, to be honest, because I know a lot of people freak, were freaking out because they're like, okay, they started off great. They thought that it was going to be a huge blowout. Like Ohio State was probably going to be like, Blowing out by like 100 or something, um, being dramatic. But uh, but then I know people kind of got a little like skeptical when it's the second half came and it took them a while to score. But I personally feel like it's first game jitters. Um, two, you have a quarterback who is, is, this is really his first year starting in general. Two, he's at a brand new school. Three, different environment. And so you're going to have those hiccups. And it's best to have him first game than him having it like next week or a few weeks down the road when it's really important. So I'm very optimistic about it. I think they're going to do well this year. I just think it was kind of like first game jitters for everyone, even even uh, with Ryan Day. This is his first time officially named head coach. And so, you know, he has to get the feel of being head coach. And I think they're going to do well, especially how they started off the game and how they came out. I'm I'm pretty confident that Ohio State is going to do pretty well this year. And it's Ohio State. They have to. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like college doesn't get the preseason games like the pros do like that's almost backwards to me I'm like why do the professionals need four games to get ready for their season whereas college kids are just thrown to the wolves you know so um, I totally agree about the first game let's not all freak out right and like apart from Justin Fields okay he's young so let's give him a break. But then everybody's freaking out about the O-line. But you forget that that whole line is new. I mean, they've been together. They've been working together for literally a month. I think Jonah Jackson wasn't even there for spring practices. Like, give him a game or two. They'll be solid. They'll protect Justin. They'll protect JK, you know. So I think they just, they got to get their momentum. And then, and plus a 24-point spread that's really not bad people just thought it was going to be better yeah because it's Ohio State and in Ohio State's past like people kind of overlook and don't really look at look at the details they just look at the fact that it's Ohio State and so they expect Ohio State to be great all the time and there are going to be times where we're not great we're going to just be good but I don't think the first game like I don't think it did so bad to the point you're like this season's going to be terrible I think it's going to be a pretty good season yeah, I totally agree. 
Um, so actually, something that just occurred to me is, Meredith, don't you cover for land grant, like pretty much all the other sports at Ohio State? I do, actually, all of the non-revenue sports. Okay, yeah, so then, like, you two have that in common, I guess. Yep. Because, Marisha, you you cover, like, what, every sport? Is there even one that you don't? <laughs> no. Nope, the only, I mean, the only sports that we, like, don't cover, are, like, sports like pistol and, um, like, rifle, rifle and pistol and, uh, and, like, rowing, because we don't have the ability in tennis. We don't have the capability to stream those, but like all the other ones, like volleyball, lacrosse, um, soccer, gymnastics, uh, basketball, cover it all. Wrestling. Gosh. So what's next on the agenda for you? Uh, we have volleyball, soccer, and hockey will be uh, starting up pretty soon, besides, and then besides football. Uh, but yeah, hockey will be coming pretty soon, and then basketball just released their schedule. So those are the upcoming events that we have. Oh my gosh. So yeah, you're about to be busy. Um, not that you already aren't, but <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Marisha, Marisha, for coming on the show. Um, you are our first guest, so that's fun. Um, you're an absolute rock star and everybody, please be sure to follow her on Twitter. She's at Marisha underscore Gibson. Um Yeah, that's it for today. We'll be back next Thursday and every Thursday after that with new shows. Thanks again for listening to the Play Like a Girl podcast. I'm Tia Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at Tia A.A. Williams and my co-host Meredith Hine at Meredith Hine. And of course, Land Grant Holy Land at Land Grant 33. And as always, go Bucks! Go Bucks!